why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Small Radio Network. people hey thank you for tuning in this week y'all know me i am uh, i'm joe bamati i'm jo joined here by my brother co-host partner in crime jordan amati together yeah yeah and together we form the giraffe experts what's up Jordan? what's up what up what up what up, what up, what up? <sighs> now you know here here the giraffe experts we started off as an animal podcast a, a giraffe podcast only problem was nobody was listening nobody was tuning in so we uh, mm -hmm. had to switch the style up Took hey, a, took advice of we uh, had to do it. We had to do one it. one Mr. Lloyd Banks took his advice. Hey, told us what to style. Yeah, hey, you know, but it's you like know, the, the best the best decision he ever made is just giving us that advice. That advice for sure, for yeah. sure. But you know what? We still love animals. Still love giraffes. So every week I like to hit you with a giraffe fact. Join kind of hit you with a giraffe fact. Break them off soon. Now you know uh, giraffes. They have they have large eyes that help them to skillfully climb trees and avoid predators. That's one of their rarely mentioned characteristics. Large eyes. Yeah, uh -huh. large eyes to skillfully. I haven't, I haven't, climb haven't peeped that. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'll be seeing them up in trees. <laughs> yeah, you be seeing them up on. You be like, uh, that branch doesn't look like it can hold that yeah, giraffe's weight, but, but you're like, yeah, for hey, some they, reason it does. Graceful. Some it does. Graceful. graceful. Yeah. Majestic creatures. Right on. Of course, on. of course. All right, them giraffes, man. They just full of surprises, yep, man. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Giraffe facts now, for you. Now, are those like uh, Canadian giraffes? Right, you know, like, they, where, they, where they, 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 they're a little off over there in Canada. Okay, so, okay. you know, you'll see catch them on perching on tree branches quite, quite often. Those Canadian crazy, giraffes. It's crazy. It's a crazy. subspecies, you might call them. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Joe, let's go ahead and get into uh, what we've been watching on TV because, yeah. you know, we stay streaming. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Joe, what you been streaming? Man, I've been into these NBA playoffs, man. Yeah. This is good stuff, man. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm real happy about uh, the Suns. I'm yeah. Real, like, you know, I want, you know, I want CP3 to get his championship. Get Chris Paul, you know, and his brother Cliff. He can get, he can, he get, can get one he too. Can get one too. Yeah, yeah. He'll be up in there. Assistant. You know, it's like I can't tell him apart. I cannot tell him apart. <laughs> yeah. For reason, that mustache. I never see them both in the same place. Never, at the same never. Time. Yeah, Chris, weird. Yeah, Cliff Paul, Chris Paul. Man, mm, it's crazy. I'm yeah. still confused. But that's Here's, probably on me. That's yeah. probably on me though. Yeah. I'm not looking hard enough. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, now now if Carlton comes out here trying to be like Chris Paul, I, I can tell him apart. <laughs> I can tell they don't Carlton. all look the same. To I can me. tell Carlton yeah, apart. Yeah, 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 you know that's a kid from uh from Silver Spoons. I remember yeah. him. Kid yeah. from 
Michael Jackson commercial? I don't yeah, know. I think he was in a Pepsi Michael Pepsi, Jackson Pepsi commercial. commercial. I yeah. think that's how it all jumped off. That's how it all jumped yeah, off. Alfonso Ribeiro <laughs> yes. from, from the Bronx represent. The Venner. Venerable, yeah, acting veteran. All right, Joe. Uh, so now, as far as basketball, what what's been your favorite storyline this last week? For uh, me, is definitely CP3. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, I really think he's like he's one of the. To me, I can argue. I can make the argument he's the best point guard of all time. For me, it's a very biased yeah, argument. Yeah. But it's the way that just think if you put him on a team, pick four guys to play the two through the the five position, right? Yeah. And if you have one point guard to put on that team, to me, Chris Paul is so uh, such an asset to have on the court offensively and defensively. You can't say that a lot about a lot of point guards. Yeah, I would such say a, Magic I, I, Johnson, John Stockton, yeah, uh, Isaiah Stockton, Thomas. Okay, yeah. Stockton, Isaiah Stockton Thomas. Is yeah. Isaiah Thomas yeah. is over John Stockton. Yeah, but uh, but like <laughs> except unless Johnson. you're talking about dream team, you know. Yeah. But this ain't this ain't Jordan's list. This ain't Michael Jordan's list of the best point yeah. guards. But like I said, Magic Johnson not out there guarding any wings that are potentially going off for yeah. like thirty points. Yeah. Now I've always said, even whenever Chris Paul came in, I, I always thought that he was like. I don't think he's the athlete that Isaiah Thomas was. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but no, no, I, no. I think I think that he's the closest thing to that as far as like this. You can win with this floor general. Yeah. Now the the game is different now than it was uh, back when Isaiah won. But mm -hmm. if you really think about it, look at those guys offensively. It's pretty much Isaiah and company. Like Joe Dumars, he is a Hall of Famer. But is Joe Dumars a Hall of Famer if he's not part of those bad boys teams? And, and, he's and the, it's having that front court that's so rugged and defensively minded. Yeah, yeah that those Pistons, that Isaiah and that rugged front court kind of. Yeah. Them to those but you know he he was he led the team in scoring and yeah. he led him in an assist and in steals he was he was he was the leader of those great Detroit teams and mm -hmm. if you win multiple championships and he's the point guard and really he's the one who's head and shoulders above the rest of those people on that roster as far as the face of the bad boys yeah. so to where it's like I would say Chris Paul you got to get some rings to be in Isaiah yeah, yeah and that's why you room. can firmly put Isaiah in front of Chris Paul right yeah. now now one thing I will say about Chris Paul there's a season that he had where I felt he should have been the MVP I yeah. think when Kobe won his MVP yeah. I felt Chris Paul was the best player in that in the league that season and and it's not going to go down like it's not uh, high on his resume because he didn't actually win the MVP yeah. but I remember that season he averaged 20 uh, but he led the league in assists and steals, I believe, yeah. that season, and averaged twenty and was close to fifty percent shooting. Yeah. Like it, it was a ridiculous stat line. So he and there's not many other point guys who could put up that stat. Lead the league in assists and steals. Yeah, because yeah. to me, I was even telling somebody the other day, I'm like, it's not close between who's a better point guard between Chris Paul and Steve Nash. Yeah. And it's not Steve Nash. It's not Steve it's Nash. Not Steve he Nash. has two MVPs. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. And one of those MVPs should have been Dirks because if the Mavericks have the best record in the league and Steve Nash leaves the team that same year, how is he the MVP if the team that he left is better without him? They weren't better without <laughs> him, but they had a better record than Phoenix did, yeah. and he just left that team. Mm -hmm. So how could he be MVP? To me, Dirk deserved that first MVP because that's whenever – yeah. That's, but, that's but, an yeah. argument to be had, yeah. yeah. But and So uh, Chris Paul, although he doesn't have an MVP, he's, it's also had a season where he's – Average more than 20 points, 50% shooting percentage, uh, led the league in steals, led the league in assists. Yeah. And, like, there's not many point guards that have ever put up a stat line like that. So that's why, that's my kind of argument from him being the GOAT. goat. Some people call him the point guard. Some people call him the point guard. You call him that. Some people. Some people. Some people. <laughs> but if he won a championship, it would be apropos, yeah, yeah, is what yeah, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I need to see that. Yeah. I would love to see that. Now, it, it would be tough if they get to the finals and have to play against Brooklyn. Yeah, it'd, yeah, it'd be but tough. But if Devin Booker goes next level, then then it could happen. Yeah. But it would take Booker going next level and Aiton. You know, Aiton's played well throughout the whole playoffs, yeah. honestly. So if Aiton just keeps growing, then I think that they – 
He'd be, he would have to be the X factor because they don't have an answer yeah. for him. And to me, it seems like it's trending towards all three of the Nets stars being healthy by the yeah. time the finals come around. Yeah. Uh, Durant had a crazy game last yeah. night. Yeah, first ever yeah. 45, 15, and 10 game in playoff history. Yeah, 49 yeah. points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Yeah, I, I think gave him 50. It's same thing. Same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I went three blocks, two steals. Yeah. Uh, played every single minute of the game, and they needed minutes. that, and yeah, it was yeah. pretty amazing, mm. especially since they were down, what, 17 at one point in the in the third quarter yeah. and, to, and to make that comeback. I think they were down 16 at half or something mm. like that. But, yeah, it was pretty impressive. So, hats off to uh, – we'll, we'll call him the new big baby because he'd be crying, like, <laughs> like, all the time. It's like he's like – he's probably like my least favorite Texas Longhorn because like, I, I think – just because he cries so much and he complains so but much. But all they, NBA stars cry. It's a thing. No, it's a but thing. It, no, it's a thing that they cry more. It's it's a thing that it's acceptable. Yeah. It's But to me, it's – like LeBron's crying because it's like, oh, this, the offseason was short. That's why I'm hurt. That's why everybody hurt. That's why this, this should, couldn't, shouldn't count. But I'm like, but y'all old muff, y'all old cats got like two months off to take a break and then go run through everybody in the bubble. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it worked for you then. So, it working right now. Yeah, it's just like, well, if I don't win a championship. Well, we live in a society now to where it's okay to like point fingers whenever you're losing, like you know mm. what I'm saying. It, it's yeah. it's the buck it, stops over there. Yeah, the it, stops it's over okay there. to just be like, no, it's instead of owning what you've messed up on, it's okay to be like, well, this happened, but it would have never happened if it wasn't for such and such doing this. Just yeah. throwing everybody under the bus just to make yourself look better. Mm. And to me, it's it's classless. It's, it's classless. I <laughs> <laughs> got no class. Over yeah. Here. But uh, like I said, NBA great, great storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it seems like the Nets will be in the finals. Uh, will the Clippers? Will Kawhi, Kawhi play? Is it is it an ACL tear officially? Uh, it's a slight tear. Uh, slight they tear? haven't announced his timetable to return, but uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. It's like ACL is serious. This ain't MCL. Yeah, like, you know, the, now you know. Now I've, I've played a season with a torn ACL. You know what I'm saying? But I'm tougher than basketball player. Tougher than basketball. player got no ACL. Yeah, none, got son. None, none, none son. None, son. No, but, but as a CP3 fan, you're hoping it lines up. He comes back from COVID. Uh, Kawhi is not available against them in the finals if they make it there. I I want to see the best basketball. I don't want him to win like that. I don't want I don't I you know I want you to go like Dirk did through the gauntlet. You know what I'm saying? It's he like did go through goes, the gauntlet. you know that's what we we'll always remember. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh no, yeah. Happy anniversary, Joe. It's been ten years. Oh yeah, it's been since ten the years. Won. This is the ten week ten year anniversary since yeah, the Mavericks yeah. won the championship. Uh, since uh, since <laughs> happy since, Donnie Nelson. Happy ten year. Yeah, anniversary. Donnie Nelson. You're happy fired. You're fired. Step hey, you know, and I've been calling for this man's job since like the beginning. <laughs> it finally happened, but <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. You know why, Joe? What? Because he. Pretty much, he's been uh, undermined by a, a professional gambler yeah, yeah. <laughs> who uh, has been hired into uh, into the organization a few years back. And you know why I'm upset? Because I should have been the professional gambler <laughs> yeah. that should be telling Diane Nelson what to do and be like you or me. But they're saying that that guy's on his way out too because yeah, this is all about Luca. Bob, I can't remember his last name. So. Bob, uh, we had a baby eat some yeah, boy. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. Luca is an unofficial. It's a Vulgaris. Bob Vulgaris. Yeah. So is yeah. it Luca? Is this Luca getting his GM powers behind the scenes? Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, to me, it's everybody. It's, he has to go. It's, it's has Mark to go. Cuban being like, you know what? We've tried this before. Yeah. This this not drafting guys thing mm. is not working because guess what? How can we love Jalen Brunson? We love Luka Doncic. One draft. Yeah. One draft. Yeah. First round pick, second round pick. See, that's how it Our works. Two most consistent, that's how it works. Players. That's how yeah. it works. You you're like it's like just because it's like, oh no, there's no players in the second round. I'm like, yeah, there are. No. It's just that it's just Donnie Nelson. 
was claimed it was was held was crowned some type of euro guru yeah. but whenever he's drafting people like Wang Zhuzhu over Manu Ginobili he gets exposed you know yeah. whenever you have people like Luis Scola drop to the to the end of the first, second round and you're supposed to be this European guru whenever the Spurs are just snatching these guys up it's like wait a minute you're supposed to be here because you're supposed to be good at this yeah. but Pop is over here is snatching all these guys that you're supposed to have a, a head up on like you know because mm. so, to me it's like Congratulations, the Dirk thing worked. Yeah, that's why you were here for twenty four years. That's going to be his legacy is yeah. Dirk and Luca. He's got a little legacy for himself. Uh, Luca was, I think, the reason why Luca was okay is because we had Dirk. Mm. Like you know, Luca wouldn't work in Atlanta. They wasn't trying to hear that. They want to trade. You yeah. know, they want to trade young. Yeah. They want to trade young. You know, Atlanta don't want no no Euro star. Yeah, it's well, like they want him it. now. They would take him now. <laughs> yeah. But at well, the time, even like I said, uh, the, this thing will come down to winning. The Trey Young Luca thing will come down to winning. Trey Young's still playing. Uh, Luca undoubtedly a better rebounder, but Trey Young at least makes free throws. And yeah, he's, it's, he makes free throws, but Trey yeah. Young also has a better supporting cast around him. He yeah, has yeah, Clint Capella definitely. and John Collins, and I give me one of those guys in Luca, and I'm pretty sure Atlanta yeah. don't want it with Dallas. Yeah, but yet Trey is the star of the team. Yet he is the leader. Yeah, the head he, ball. He yeah, is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I want to see how that team is going moving forward because I want one of those post players in yeah. Dallas. Mm. It's like if you don't. It's like because guess what? If I'm John Collins. It's like this is cool, fun while it lasted. Luke could be passing too. Yeah. John Collins out, max me out, son, because they wanted to max him out at nine. They wanted to give him a ninety million dollar contract, but he thinks he's worth over a hundred million, so okay. he's going to test the market. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, Mavericks, you you got to overpay. Yeah, you got to overpay. I mean, and this is Luca. I think this is. Uh, uh, Mark Cuban saying, "I'm not screwing this Luca thing yeah. up. I'm so not I gonna, got you, Luca. Yeah, I'm not going to screw this you. up. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to let because it, it has to happen right now. Mm -hmm. it, we, he's 22, but he's already reached the peak of a. He's first team All NBA. Yeah, so he's saying? he's going to get a super max deal because yeah. he's because he's you met need, the qualifications. This isn't so. a, a three year rebuild. You know what I'm saying? This is now. What can you do yeah. next season? Yeah. We got to be gunning for this title next season. Yeah. He's, like, yeah, no, he's in his prime. Already. Honestly, yeah, I could see Carlisle resigning next year if they don't make it out of the first round. No, why does Carlisle deserve to keep his job? I'm Oh my God. I, well, you, yeah. it's on his own terms. Yeah, but no, I'm saying I have no problem with Carlisle being on. You know, they're not gonna fire him. No, they, they I know they're not him. to. But I'm like, yeah. yeah, but I have no problem with. Yeah, because I, it's, I, I think you can't fire Carlisle until like Popovich doesn't exist, and then you just say that that whole that whole era of coaches is gone. Like yeah. you know, if Pop's still in the league, you kind of just keep. Carlisle I think Carlisle's there because he has embraced analytics. I think a little bit, and I don't think but, he necessarily has because I don't. I think that he's part of the reason why they don't draft draft players mm. I think and I think that Don, and well, the, yeah, the problem is is I think that Donnie's a victim of pop uh, of, of of Carlisle having too much power and listening to what pop says and listening to what Mark Cuban says he's too much of a yes man you know and all and his only opinions that matter that he has is on European basketball players oh well, yeah, yeah I'm like and he's that's what should be your role you you consult you could still be a consultant in that yeah. capacity, I guess. All right, mm. well, all right, Joe. That's enough basketball. Let's go ahead and talk some football. Well, football, man. All right, you know, I know that's why why y'all listen to us. Mm. I guess even though we're worldly, <laughs> we be talking about everything. Yeah. But but we'll we'll get to the football. We'll, we'll talk a little fantasy football. Gotcha. All right. So we got back into so, the groove. Uh, back yeah. Into the groove. yeah. So you know, I, I I mess with the score mobile, and there's there are a couple interesting articles that were on there this past week that have to do with fantasy football. So I kind of wanted to bring them up and discuss them with you. Uh, fantasy super super deep sleepers of the 2021 draft. Yeah. Now uh, now they had them listed as quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, mm. and I was just wondering if there's anything that you strongly agree with on these lists or disagree with. So I was going to go with my quarterback on these lists. This list now they have uh, Taylor Heineke, Marcus Mariota. Gardner Minshew and 
Davis Mills mm, listed yeah. as deep sleepers as far as – now, to me, mm. to be honest, it's like until Gardner Minshew gets traded, I can't co-sign on that because no. he makes – he, he doesn't make any money to where it's like if I'm Urban Meyer, it's like you got to call me. Why do I have to think about me Why am I even entertaining that not, idea? Yeah. yeah. It's not – so my whole – my thing is Taylor Heineke, the way they've been talking about him in, in – the, in the football the team's camp yeah. uh, has been pretty impressive is what I've been hearing. And I would like to see him. You know, he's a guy that's pretty much followed Scott Turner around. He's been to every spot that Scott Turner's been at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the son of Norv, right? Son of Norv, Yeah, correct, so yes. he was there in Carolina with him, uh, and he was there in Minnesota with him. So he's mm-hmm. been there every stop. So maybe this is his boy. This is his homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm finally going to give you your opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. Seen, it's weird that is it weird that nobody's talking about Kyle Allen at all in this competition? Uh, no, it's no, not weird. Not it's weird. not weird at all. We see, we know Kyle, what he is. Kyle Allen is who we thought he was. He is who we thought he was. Yeah, yeah. Denny but, Green. <laughs> and Denny I, 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 Denny Green. Looking at this list, Taylor Heineke has stood out to me because I'm like, because he could possibly win the starting job because I don't believe in uh, uh, Ryan. Yeah, and Stanley I believe in Fitzpatrick saving yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that the right move to do is to go with. Go with Heineke. Yeah, it's just because he's played. He he's been with Norv Turner or well Scott Turner mm. since 2015. On again, off again, on yeah. again, off again, on yeah. again, off again. You know, you just can't quit. Right, those Rocky romances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but they're back together again. And yeah. you know, you saw how he balled out in that playoff game last year. Yep. Yeah. And I just think that all, coming off of that game, he deserves the opportunity. And it should. And I honestly think it should be his job to lose. Mm. Now, y'all spend your money your way. That's how you do, Washington. Daniel Snyder has no problem spending money, mm. but. It's not a bad thing to have two quarterbacks. No, and, no, no. And you definitely don't want Kyle Allen to be that second quarterback. <laughs> uh, and then one name that stood out on this list is Davis Mills with the Texans because I think that even if he was to earn some time as the starter, I don't anticipate him playing well in the slightest. Yeah. So I don't see him having any much fantasy value. Yeah, it, w- it would yeah. be a mistake to even throw him out. Yeah, there. I yeah, think you have Tyrod for a reason. Yeah. So you roll with Tyrod. And, and it, if it happens to where he just lights it up in the preseason to where it's yeah, just – by all means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, if he wins the job, then yes. Yeah. But he win the job. He shouldn't He shouldn't get the job. And I don't think that there's any – you know, I don't think that there's any, any way that he gets that job. Because yeah. what? Because – Cully, the the coach, wasn't he in Baltimore? And Tyrod was there, so they have a history. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They so have, it's like, so that's his man. He, he wouldn't be there. Before, he wouldn't be yeah. there if if if, the, if he wasn't going to play. Yeah. All right. So as far as these running backs go, is there anybody that you like uh, more than another guy? Uh, they have Ty Johnson for the Jets. They have Samaji P. Ryan, uh, Jarek McKinnon f- with the Chiefs now, and yeah. Jarrett Patterson, the undrafted free agent from Buffalo. Uh, you know, he had like a 500 yard game and like two million touchdowns. Eight, eight, yeah, eight, yeah, touchdowns, eight touchdowns. You know, yeah. he he went he went double Bundy, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he's was picked up as an undrafted free agent by by the football team who cut the homie Bryce Love. Oh cut yeah, the homie I Bryce remember, Love. Yeah. Cowboys bring him. He'll nah. land on his feet if the ACL is okay. Hey, <laughs> if, hey, yeah, hey. if it's okay, yeah. <laughs> It hurts, Joe. It hurts. I know that's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. Now, as far as those four running backs go, uh, is there anybody that you like particular, like more than another guy? Uh, I I like Jarek McKinnon in the offense that he's in, but truthfully speaking, I think Daryl Williams is their best running back that they have in that backfield right now. But McKinnon has a specific role. That's so I I could see him thriving there a little bit. Yeah. Now, do, do you think that the addition of McKinnon like should spell should you, should it make you weary of drafting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Yes, yes, it should. Because yeah. to me, it's just like, uh, 
I should have never said that Bryant Westbrook thing because you ain't as fast as Bryant yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, no. I, 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 do, do you think Andy Reid's kind of regretting drafting him? Yes. I'm thinking he's yes. kind of regretting drafting him. Because to me, him. it's like this is like don't draft a yeah. cute third down back. Yeah. Just, like because to me, go get Jonathan Taylor, man, and then go draft somebody who can catch. And, and to like, me, because <laughs> he like Edward Taylor, he's got some explosiveness to him. Yeah. He doesn't have long speed. If he ran, if he's a four four guy, you're not hating yourself for drafting him yeah. in the first round right now. Yeah. Be like, damn, he ran him four six, and I drafted him, and he's not performing the and, way that I thought he should not, perform. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, he performed perfectly fine. They just overdrafted the man. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it, it's kind of like how you know people talk about NBA players. It's like, oh, like Kwame Brown, you bust. I'm like, no, 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 no. Kwame Brown should have never been the number one pick. Yeah. Like you know, I, like me and Joe, we're, we lived in Savannah, Georgia, and Kwame Brown was not even the talk of the town. Yeah. He wasn't even district player of the year. And people, and then a year later, he becomes the number one pick. And then they want to blame Kwame Brown for not being good. Now your scouts ain't good because yeah. it's like because if this guy was like, it's like, oh wow, congratulations, Kwame Brown's going to Florida, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh wow, that's tight. You know what I'm saying? To being the number one pick over Tyson Chandler, who we heard about since he's like in eighth grade. But, you know, it's just one of those things as far as what I'm comparing. It's like, like just because you drafted this guy at, yeah, like t- too high doesn't mean that he's a bust. It means that you failed. Yeah, you failed not, at, you're at not your good, job. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm me, achieving to my expectations. You're, yeah, you are And to me, it's like, who's the greatest third down back ever? I know he wasn't drafted in the first round. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's a role that you, like, that's a niche that you cut out. Like, yeah. and you become that guy. Because you show you because can't you do show, everything. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you, it's not a, it's well, not let me a, do one thing good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to draft a gunner in the first round because it's like, my special teams needs help. And I'm, yeah. and I'm, and, like, and I got, my offense and I got set, the my greatest 22 set. players yeah. out here. Like, you know, it's like, it's like come the, on, man. the Buccaneers drafting a, a, yeah, a gunner in the first round this past draft. So, like, our offense is set, our defense is set. Yeah, it's like, we go so hard. We just drafting gunners now. Yeah. All right. So yeah, McKinnon, I agree with you. He's my guy as far as this group goes. Uh, Patterson, I'm hating because they wouldn't give Bryce Love a chance, so they shouldn't give you a chance either. Well, hey, 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 Patterson hey, hey, hey. is a, a UFA. What are the expectations? For yeah, but UFA? you know, but he runs hard and he has running back experience a lot more than Antonio Gibson, so he will get some touches. Hmm. Uh, and you and the other running back they have there. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his Number name. Forty one. What's McKissick? Yeah, J D. McKissick. Yeah, J D. McKissick. He's a pass catcher. Yeah. But so Antonio Gibson is, but they don't use him that way. So he's actually – he's the only running back who's always been a running back on that roster. So, like, hats off he to him. A, it's like a skill set that it, can take him out of training camp. He has a particular season. set of skills. A particular set. That, that's what we say. Yeah. That's how we word that. Yeah. All right. But your problem is your skill set is too in particular. <laughs> you yeah. got a particular set of skills. Yeah, so yeah. I think that McKinnon is a problem because he's stronger, faster, probably – He's bigger, stronger, faster at this point in his career because you know now he's injury prone as hell. Yeah, like, yeah, he's injury prone, so it's well, more like an insurance thing. But it's like, ooh, I wish that you know, it's more like I wish Clyde Edwards Hilaire was like a home run threat. And well, to now. me, the McKinnick acquisition is an acquisition. Like I hope that he takes off and takes his position, takes his job, and runs with the yeah. type of thing. So that I think they'll be giving him the ball a lot. I actually think by the end of the season, Daryl Williams will be their best running back. That's I don't think so because I, I, I think he's Cornell Buckhalter. Mm. Yes. <laughs> the thunder to uh, lightning Yeah, components. it's like Cornell Buckhalter, yeah. and he wants his Bryant Westbrook. And he's like, Clyde yeah. Hilaire, if you're not going to be Bryant Westbrook, I got another Bryant Westbrook over here. Mm. It's like, I should have never put it in your head. But it's like, but to me, it's like, Daryl Williams, you're always going to be – Cornell Buckholz. Well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like ideally you want somebody else to take the because there's more talented backs. But yeah. I just said at the end of the season, you'll, he's the only one you'll be able to really rely on. I think all the time. 
Yeah. And I just think that because of his, because of his size as a goal line guy, he'll get touchdowns. And if if that's what you mean, I I agree with you in that sense. I don't think he's like talented. I just no. think that well, he, I, 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 I think, think like he's in the more playoffs. talented than the two. I just think that he's like for short yardage situations, tough yards in the playoffs. He's you're going to be your goal line guy and your short yards guy. And those guys, it's like you know, if it's fourth and one, you're not going to put him in there. Well, I, I, just I mean, think you're not going to put uh, the other two running backs. These in there. past gonna, playoffs, I think that ideally they would have wanted to have Le'Veon or Clyde Edwards-Helaire be the primary ball carrier, but they proved themselves not to be capable enough. And when they put Daryl Williams in them. He showed to be a better back at the time than the other options. Well, I don't even think it. I think with Le'Veon, it's just it's like I don't think that Williams was even better than Le'Veon last year. I just think that because Le'Veon averaged four on the dot. You know, he had like a serviceable season, but to me, it's like when you're that late into camp, you don't know the playbook as well as this guy who's been on here. It's like if you're not if you're not breaking off these runs when you're in here looking like old Le'Veon, then I'm not going to trust that you are old Le'Veon. I'm going to think that you're old Le'Veon. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think deep into the playoffs, it was, it was to me, it was apparent that the, the most trusted back was Daryl Williams and the most reliable back and consistent back was Daryl Williams. That's, yeah. But that's just more and – I, and, I, and I like what I'm saying, it's more it, – but that's more of a knock on Clyde Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, yeah. these other people who we would rather have in the game yeah. are not producing as much as Daryl Williams is producing yeah. right now. Yeah. All right. Now, all right, let's talk about these wide receivers. Is there any of these receivers that you have in mind? Uh, we have um, – Byron Pringle from KC, yeah. uh, Marquise Callaway from the Saints, Kiki Kuti from the Texans, and uh, Tyrone Johnson. I know, I know who you're going to go with. Well, you probably think I'm going to go with Tyrone Johnson, yeah, right? I thought you Herbert, were. Because yeah. I like Herbert. And I, I, I don't know if there's room for him to – first thing, I, I'm not 100% on the Herbert bandwagon in, in the sense that I can see a sophomore quarterback taking a step back a la Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. So I don't know – I know he's not going to be the number one receiver because Keenan Allen's their number one receiver. Mm -hmm. So is their number two receiver a consistent fantasy football option is the question. And is Tyron Johnson that number two receiver? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's between him and Jalen Guyton. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not really – yeah, nobody yes. truly knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and my thing with it is like one thing that we do know is – now that Hunter Henry's not there to get hurt, Ken Allen will get hurt. <laughs> so it's like, so to More me, catches, it's like, yeah. so to me, it's like really, it's really Tyrone Johnson slash uh, Jalen Jalen Guyton because yeah. I just don't, you know, I, with all that pressure on him now, mm. you know, and now he's the veteran, and his his, his body's gonna start to act like like he's the oldest man on that offense. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see that with the more of the you know now uh, oh well you know next to Jared Cook and. and and Jared Cook, you know, I'm not a fan. I think I'm a fan of his athleticism. Yeah. I'm a fan of the way that Aaron Rodgers placed that ball to him just to, like because it's like not even Jared Cook could drop this. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, wow. Yeah, wow. it's like, hey, Jared Cook, come on, man. If he had if he had consistent hands, he'd be great. He'd be all Well, fan. I'm like, they, every team he does well for, they keep passing on him the next year. So, because so of, there's something there. There's a reason, yeah, I'm it's sure. Because it's like because he, he, you know, because he, he can't catch. He's he fast. Yeah, yeah, very fast. Though. He's fast. Yeah. You know, it's like he's pretty much – he's uh, – I'm sorry, the kid from Florida that just – Kyle, oh, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. He's yeah. Kyle Pitts with no hands. He's Kyle yeah, Pitts yeah. with no hands. Similar athleticism. Kyle Pitts with no like, hands. I remember after he had that playoff run with the Packers and they moved on from him, I was surprised. He had a really good season with the Raiders. They moved on from him. I was surprised. I was like, oh. The Raiders, the, the Raiders thing shocked me because mm – -hmm. Well, but that was probably just they knew what they had in Darren Waller, and they were yeah, just like, yeah, just let's go. Say, it's yeah. like, yeah, he's off of his steroid suspension. It's like he all big and swole now yeah. and ready to ball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, okay, now let's go ahead and see. Now my guy is 
I like Pringle. Pringle. I like Pringle. I was a fan of his at Kansas State. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like his story. He's he's been through a lot, and he has he's a great athlete. And I just think that Patrick Mahomes is that good, to where it's like, and I just think that he's gonna have more of an opportunity to play on the outside, just because I think with Tyreek Hill mm. and with uh, Watkins with, gone. Yeah, well, with Watkins gone, but with McCole Hardman, it's like, you know, it's like it's slot A, slot B. Yeah. To where it's like if you have both of those guys out on the field at the same time, more than likely it's going to be in a four-wide set. So he's their think, best wide Yeah, he's their best outside. Over six two, yes. He's over six one. Yeah, over he's six pretty one, much yeah. his jump ball threat at, at wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and I've just always liked his athleticism. And the fact that he has had opportunities to play special teams means that they feel a certain type of way about him. Like, they like him as a football player. Yeah. I just think that if he gets the opportunity, he's big, strong, fast. It's like, why not? Like, yeah. why not ball out? Pac Mahomes throws a pretty football. He'll put it right there. Why not the boy Pringle ball out? Yeah, and if you're going to be an outside receiver in that Chiefs offense, like somebody's going to get those yards, somebody's going to get those stats. Yeah. So it's just kind of a prediction that Byron Pringle is the one that emerges yeah. in that in that offense because somebody needs to at that position. Okay. Yeah. All right, now as far as tight ends go, uh, they got Mo Ali cox on here, uh, Dan Arnold, uh, at James O'Shaughnessy, O'Shaughnessy. and uh, Foster Moreau. Now is there a particular one that you uh, like more than another? I think Mo Ali Cox kind of arrived last season to yeah. me. I think he showed consistency, and yeah. that's what you look for from the tight end position yeah. because you want somebody you can just plug and play every single week. Mm-hmm. And I think he can be a can, like the Philip Rivers is definitely gone, mm-hmm. uh, but I think uh, he can still be a consistent touchdown threat on a week to week basis. He's yeah, a threat to score. And that's the thing is yeah. the touchdowns are he's as, as many tight ends as they have on that roster, yeah. which is the one thing that would scare you away from him. Mm. It's just because what I want, I believe Jack Doyle is still there. I'm sure. Trey Burton's still there. And they drafted what Kylan Granson okay. from uh, SMU. So it's crowded. But to me, that just means that somebody needs to get on the phone and try and get Trey Burton out of there. Because if they drafted Granson as high as they did, yeah, and you they're know, more of the similar skill set. They're, they're yeah, the yeah. similar skill set type yeah. of guy. It's like, if I'm the Cowboys, I want him. Yeah. I want an H back type. You know, that's a, you know me. I always I feel like you need a tight. You need two real tight ends and one move tight end who can play some fullback. You know, who can do some stuff. And Burton, his history, he used to be, he has he was a quarterback, quarterback in high school, yeah. right? Quarterback. So he can run Came some trick Florida plays, some yeah. some wildcat stuff. It just gives you options. It yeah. gives you options. Hmm. All right, Joe. I wanted to go ahead and skip uh, that next section. Let's go ahead and jump into other news because okay, gotcha, I gotcha. feel like we 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 went deep into that fantasy. We went real deep into that. And I know you want to go ahead and talk about uh. Talk about some uh, actual NFL news. What's yeah, going yeah. on in the league? Training camps. OTA is going on. OTA is going on. Shall yeah, we? yeah. Okay, Job. So now uh, Cam, Killer Cam. They're saying that he's way ahead of where he was at this time last year. Okay. But I think everybody is because I don't think there was any camp at this time last yeah, year. Cold. So they said so that to say what? You yeah, said that so, to say what? Yeah. It's like, it, but uh, Cam and and he seems to to have taken. You know, he has a nice attitude about Mac the presence Jones. of Mac Jones. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, now. Any chance you're you're rolling out to draft Cam Newton this year? Like, is he is he a starter in a twelve man league? He could be. He could emerge. I don't think there's any logic into drafting him high or to uh, relying on him going into the draft. You yeah. know, but he's a a late round pick. I think you draft him as a QB two maybe. Yeah. But your the fear is that he starts and then loses that job because the offense isn't moving. But I don't think that you can go into a fantasy football draft thinking Cam Newton's going to be your starter on a week in, week out basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what if he, now you you could also see him bouncing back and being coming? Oh no no yeah right? it's it's <laughs> a, it's a it's a really low floor very high ceiling because I I, I could be seeing being I think the Patriots are a top 
five or so roster in the NFL. Yeah, because they have a lot of people coming back that weren't playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I can't predict that to be a bad team. I I predict them to be competing for that division along with Buffalo probably, unless Josh Allen takes a major step back. (laughs) But but I'm saying like, yeah. So it's like, is Cam Newton just needs to steer the ship? Is he gonna crash that boat? I think it has to be drastic for Mac Jones to get in there. So I could very well see Cam Newton being a very uh, a top tier fantasy quarterback. But I'm not going to stake my season on that. You know. Okay. Now as far as. So I'm I'm gonna play this game. All right. So who, would you draft him over Derek Carr? Mm, not over Derek. Not yeah. over where Derek but, Carr but, is going to be you, drafted. You would let Derek Carr get drafted and then wait for Cam. Yeah, as yes, back. yes, yes, yes. And so Kirk Cousins. Not over Kirk Cousins. But same same <laughs> rules apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these quarterbacks I'm about to know you're about to say that. Same thing, right? <laughs> no, that's Matt Ryan. Right. Not over. <laughs> not, no, I would not draft Cam Newton over Matt Ryan. No, okay. I would not. Ben Roethlisberger. No. No? No. Matt Stafford? No. Baker Mayfield? No. Jared Goff? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. so there you go. And that's, there, yeah, it's like, that's, all right. that's, a, that's a shit organization. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shit okay, organization. All right. I, so, even, no matter how. Pretty much if I didn't yeah. name him, that means that I, you, you're definitely going to draft him over that guy. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way you're going to draft him over Lamar. You're not going to draft him over. Would you draft him over Justin Herbert? No, you no. draft. Yeah. No. So, Tannehill. No. no, no, no. Yeah, so yeah. All yeah, right. that's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. All right. Yeah, Derek Goff is, regardless of how good or bad he is, he's not going to have a good season because yeah. that's the Detroit Lions. Carson Wentz. I draft. Mm, that's a good one. Right? That's, that's a toss a up. That's, that's kind a of a toss up. How do you think that the teams are, how good each of those teams are going to be? And that's yeah. what it's it's more based on. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I, I trust Carson Wentz's running game, but I don't trust his decision making. Uh, yeah, I don't and, trust him. And that. with Cam, I don't really think of him as pick prone. I think of him as more, he either has like a great game well, or he doesn't. Here's the thing. We've never seen Cam Newton play bad football when he's surrounded by talented a talented team. That's We've never seen that. So that's... What I'm seeing this season, he's going to be surrounded by a talented team. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to struggle, but I, I'd be surprised if he struggles. But if he does, you know, Mac Jones will be ready to step in yeah. there. But I don't think we've ever seen Cam Newton play bad football when he's surrounded with talent. I think it's when you see him having to carry an offense, that's when you see him struggle. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, but that's that's probably why he's – because he can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, on. Mm-hmm. Okay, now more in Patriots camp. Stephon Gilmore saying he won't attend minicamp. He wants a new deal, understandably so. Mm. Uh, do you think that there's a chance that this man gets traded? Or do you think that they're just – or do you think that if you're the Patriots, it's like if you have Cam, you have these veterans, then you have to have Gilmore here to make that move if you want to be a serious contender. Like, How do you feel about the Stephon Gilmore situation? Well, what, do you, what about you? What do you think if you're Belichick and they offer a first-round pick, somebody offers a oh, first-round pick? Gone. 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 He gone. gone. He gone. He I gone. just wish I got yeah. the call before the draft, you know, but yeah. it's like, but it's all good. We, that's we'll my be thing. Right. Is Stephon Gilmore, is a, a, he's still a top-tier starting cornerback. Regardless, 31 other teams – feel that same way mm-hmm. Some, he's a plug and play for all these other teams I like somebody who's uh, approaching like a Super Bowl run might be willing to pay that price so there's a certain price so yeah. now there's other cornerback news the mm-hmm. uh, Xavier Howard is holding <laughs> out I like that cornerback all right news. it's, it's funny, like you know yeah. Baylor Baylor's own yeah. you know uh, and he and I and I if I'm him I'm holding out too <laughs> yeah because uh, you know what the deal is he's mad because Byron yeah. Jones makes more money yeah. than him and he lets this man got no touch. picks it's like he got, got zero no I have more picks last year than this man has ever had but we paid him but we paid him to have zero picks we knew coming into this contract he was gonna have, we paid him to have no picks we paid you to have picks does that matter at all 
No. It's like we paid you because you're a ball hawking cornerback. We paid him knowing that he has no ball hawking skills whatsoever. Now, if yeah. you're say if you're New England mm. and you want to just go younger, if like if you're gonna pay, you want to go younger. Why don't you try and work out some deal yeah. in Miami? And I think that it's works like, out you well know, for because both because Flores yeah. is down there. It's like you know you have the connection to where it's like y'all are in good. You know, it's like it's, y'all they're trying to be Patriots South. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like and build that culture. It's like why not? And then now the thing is. You can probably get away with giving him less money than what Xavier Howard wants as far as Stephon Gilmore, yeah. I would think. And, you know, and he's 31, 30. Yeah. So it's like – so he pretty much – and he's going on the last uh, year of his deal. Mm. So to me, I just think he wants it to be extended like four years and he might not – he might retire before it's all over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but he just wants to – he just I wants need, to be I need paid. my last payday. Yeah. Like I don't want to step one foot on this field again until I get my last – well, my last payday. Yeah. Stick it to the man one more time. That's and, you know, and I could also yeah. see to where they just move him elsewhere, mm-hmm. Xavier and Howard, because with, the, with them drafting what? Uh, they drafted Javon Holland, correct? Javon Holland, uh, Igbonene from, uh, pardon me, Auburn from last year is going to be a second-year cornerback this yeah. year. So they spent some draft resources very recently on a first-round cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things to where it's like they can make the move just to get draft capital for next year mm. and not necessarily need a return, like an immediate return, like say the Patriots, if they wanted to make a run, they would need a guy yeah. now to replace Because even Miami is still building for the future. They're not Super Bowl run this year. Yeah. They're probably – 2022 is our year to like and you know we need to see what Tua is and then we make it and even looking at yeah. um looking at Miami's team if they had if, if it would be nice if they were able to get to make that move to where they could get a Gilmore because mm. he would be a veteran presence amongst those yeah, guys because it's, it's a fair it's a very young team mm. and I think that that would be a perfect swap because I don't think that Belichick has a problem paying corners he just has a problem paying old, old people, people. <laughs> old people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm the only old person getting paid up in here there's no position I hate I yeah. just hate old people I just hate I just hate he's an agent yeah. He's a straight ages, mm. but you know, and, and with New England, it, they have what J.C. Jackson and uh, the kid from Alabama, or what was it, or, or Auburn was it Jonathan Jonathan Jones, right? Which one? Jonathan Jones, the cornerback. As far as their two cornerbacks, if yeah. they were to move on without having, uh, oh yeah, without a Gilmore yeah. over there. I know and, Jackson's locking down one side. JC, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see moving forward, but. It's going to be funny to see how those, those cornerback situations end up in that. And with David Howard, just like if just kind of flexing your muscles, see if you can get away with it type of thing. Like, yeah. Can I do this? Can I do this? I'm I'm going for it. I'm going right. for it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a legitimate gripe, then. Yeah. super legit. Well, I guess, but I, I could also see the Dolphins just not, not not placating, and if they just hold out, he'll just eventually show up. I'm like, what's with the Dolphins? What's the harm in just letting him sit out, even yeah. if he doesn't play all season? Yeah. yeah. Now here's my th- now now uh, your boy Tua. Because yeah. he's your boy now because he yeah. threw five picks. I'll take practice. him. Now, it's like, so how are you going to throw five picks when Xavier and Howard ain't even there? He ain't even there, Joe. You knew I was yes. going to say. So Byron you tell me Jones. Byron Jones getting picks in practice? I don't Byron believe Jones it, sir. Picks? I don't believe it. I want to know who sir. got all these picks. I want to know who got all these picks. Yeah. That's my problem. I want to know. If Xavier and Howard is not the, that's my gripe. That's why it's worthy of like, Yeah, that's why, I led, that's why I led with Xavier and Howard, Joe, <laughs> yeah. to educate these people. Because where, where if the guy who led the NFL in interceptions is not out there practicing and you throwing five picks out here, what's really going on you throwing picks to Byron Jones Byron Byron Jones Jones? getting picks out here (laughs) oh no hell no Byron Jones and a bunch of rookies in second year guys just picking him up picking him up Mm. Jerome Baker (laughs) fast though he he can be covering some ground you know he can drop back there and get some but but in the grand scheme is it a big deal that your second year quarterback threw five 
t- interceptions in one particular practice. Yeah, because the last time we heard a story like this, Patrick Mahomes went on to win MVP his second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it's like, didn't he throw four picks? Like, was it like you know, four consecutive interceptions in a practice, like, right before the season Have you seen started? the interview where Tyreek Hill was like, oh, first oh, time he was I saw him? Yeah, he was like, first he was time trash. I saw him, I thought he was trash. I thought <laughs> yeah. he was trash. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but veterans hate rookies. You know, yeah, yeah. they hate rookies. It's like, oh, he don't know the playbook. He trash. Yeah. He's trash. It's like you got, and it takes you being stepping up in a big game and showing, oh, all right, he, he yeah, can ball, yeah, he can ball. Yeah. Lights, the bullets but, are flying. Yeah, but to yeah. me, it's like, has there ever been a good rookie quarterback in, in minicamp? Or yeah. Aida? I'm pretty sure they all look like it's, trash. Yeah, it's a laboratory. I'm yeah. experimenting out here. I'm Bill Nye, the science guy out Bill, here. Bill, Bill, yeah. Bill. All right, so the five picks. Not a big deal, yeah. but it's a big deal because Xavier Howard was out there. <laughs> yeah, and I need yeah. to know. I need I need to go and read the article and find another article that's a little bit more in depth. I want to know who got all these picks. Yeah, who was this mystery? Yeah, because because if Byron Jones got two, yeah, then I, I got, got a problem. problem. I got a problem. I got a problem. I got a problem. I got a problem. All right, problem. all right, cool. All right, we're on the same page with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, Joe, is this a story or a non-story? Uh, it's back to, back to Justin Fields. He's saying that there is no scenario where. Justin Fields will start over Andy Dalton in week one. Story or non-story? Non-story because you can just be playing games with words. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah, words with friends. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I need Dalton first. Certainly have the first play of the first series of the first game. And this, yeah. yeah, that's all I'm promising. Now, that's all I'm promising. There, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, 15 starts, and then he played uh, three quarters in the first game. I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. a starter, but 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 Fields is my finisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So non-story, right? Non-story. Okay. Because you're obviously playing games. You can play, be playing games with words. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, now let's let's get back into Taylor Heineke and the and the Redskins up. Uh, the football, football team, team. The football team. The football yes. team. Does the FCC find people? No, nah, we ain't worried about the FCC. <laughs> no, no. We we say whatever we want. I just I just choose not to because I'm respectful. We should, we should get a, a Native American co-host who just checks us every time we we say. Yeah, I, I got I got a guy. Word. Every I got time a guy. Say word. I got a guy. Like, That's my secret like power. Like sitting though. bull, did I do it again? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, Joe. All right. So anyway, the the football team in Washington. All right. Uh, do you believe that this is a true open competition between Heineke and Fitzpatrick? And if so, is 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 Kyle Allen in the mix too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a. But is any every competition has somebody who the coaches want to win the competition? Yeah. I think they would want Heineke to win the competition because he's younger than Fitzpatrick. And like, oh, maybe because Fitzpatrick doesn't solve your problem mm-hmm. except for this year. Yeah. If Heineke saw is wins out the job, he solves the problem for the next few years and unless there's another draft pick that comes along but it's like Fitzpatrick is a band-aid why do I want the band-aid to, to win yeah. the competition it's like yeah. you know I don't want to this 38 year old's not going to save our franchise he's yeah. not he's not Tom Brady yeah, yeah. Like, you know it's like he ain't Aaron Rodgers you know yeah. he, he older he older than Aaron Rodgers and yeah. we want him to be Aaron Rodgers it's not going to happen yeah not this, this isn't going to be the year it clicks for him this yeah, is this not the, this ain't the year this, this ain't, ain't the year. year it all comes together so, oh snap <laughs> year 16 baby it's all come it's like he might have a Josh. He, well, you know, him you know and Josh how, McCown, they have the moments. You know how those Harvard moments. guys are notorious slow learners. Right? <laughs> Notoriously slow learners. Notoriously yeah. slow learners. It takes yeah. them 16 years. Yeah, Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just think that with Heineke has the has the leg up, mm. you know, just because the, the he knows the playbook. Now, it's a Harvard guy, so, yeah. you know, he'll learn the playbook too. <laughs> yeah, he'll learn, he'll learn it real, really, really quick. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. But I just think that five years – like what Heineke came in as a Viking with Scott Turner. Mm. It's like and just know just knowing that 
just being on the same page with somebody that long, and yeah. for him to bring you into to two other stops that he's been at, means that there's some type of relationship there. Yeah, and then what have you done and for me like, lately? And it, and it, oh, it yeah. could be both ways, you know. It's to where Heineke likes to play for him, and and he likes to have him on his. It's like he likes to have him in his quarterback room. Yeah, and he's that's coming off of this great playoff game. Yeah. That's the last time we saw you play, and that's our last impression of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. All right, Joe. Now let's go ahead and talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, Derek Carr. Derek yeah. Carr. Derek Carr. He's the best quarterback from that draft, though. Yeah, regardless yeah. Of what Bridgewater, Blake Bortles. Yeah, Bridgewater, uh, Manziel. He's Manziel. trying to be a golfer now. That, that, that's a non-story. We ain't talking about Johnny Manziel. We don't talk about <laughs> garbage football players. Ooh, like, well, garbage NFL football players. He's a college great. Yeah. College legend. Johnny college F legend. College legend. And if he cared, he could have been a could have been a serviceable NFL. Well, I, I think he needed more snaps in college to actually – do it because you know more he threw the ball he was getting better he uh but you know the off-field stuff and the yeah. non-commitment to the Clown. team yeah, Clowns yeah. Can't, but Clowns can't. It, just as from the football's perspective he was getting better than as he played yeah yeah he ain't no russell wilson yes no he's not <laughs> okay so you, uh sir. with Carr, i've met uh, he russell wilson. It, so Derek so Carr saying wilson. Huh? you sir i know russell so, no. okay. all, right, all right yeah russell wilson wasn't a first round pick either right all right, uh, Raiders. Uh, Carr is saying that he'd, he'd he'd probably quit football. Yeah. If he was not a Raider. Yeah. Does he need to start thinking about quitting football? <laughs> <laughs> That's just corny stuff the corny like, people say. I yeah. guess <laughs> I, I don't know. Now, now, what do you think? Do you think that there's any any way that Mariota can can usurp this man? Is that what you want, or you, or do you think that Mariota is not who he was in college? Something's happened to this man, and he. Yeah, I I don't think he was who who we thought he wasn't called. I don't think it'd be very hard for Mario to take a spot because of the type of quarterback the car is. He's not a guy who will throw the game away from you by throwing interceptions. He's going to be cautious. He's the guy that you wish would take more shots downfield. Mm -hmm. So it's going if you're pulling him for Mario, it's because you're frustrated that he's not uh, being as aggressive as you like. Probably yeah. that that's why you would bench him. So I don't know that. Uh, there's any scenario where Mariota just flat out it plays better and beats him out or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it could be one of those things that we'll watch the preseason, and mm -hmm. if Mariota's like – you know, it, it could be a Tannehill-type situation because remember yeah. that whole preseason when Tannehill came to Tennessee, it's just like Tannehill kind of looks good. Yeah, I, you know, it's like this is weird. It's like ah, whatever. Let's not think about. It. Let's not think about. It. Let's not think about. It. <laughs> and look and where it's like, we are and now. And then Mariota just kind of looks like it's like Mariota was doing this a little too much. He was looking yeah. behind him, and then he got he got passed up. And I just think that I think that Mariota he wants to, he wants to do somebody like that too. <laughs> like, you know, he like, to do the same thing. Yeah, he's like, I will uh, say this. Uh, you are much more you are much more married to the Las Vegas franchise than they are to you. I think yeah. David, D Derek Carr. Nobody's uh, uh, you know beholden to having you as a quarterback. That and, and to the, me, I think that yeah. I really think that Gruden is kind of tied to him because it's like you've waited too long now. Oh, because you should have came in yeah. and got a guy yeah. immediately because yeah. you can't start over now. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like you can now. The thing is, and you need Mariota there just in case yeah. something happens with Carr because because you're tied to him. And if he goes down and Mariota's successful, then guess what? You're successful. Mm. You know. But if but if Carr struggles, like or, or does it like I don't know. Do you think that if Carr is just playing? He's an accurate guy, but he's not a risk taker. He's it's like, a thing where the offense could stagnate. It's like, oh, we're, the running game's not going. Nothing's going right. We can't move the ball downfield. Mariota has a particular set of skills. Yes, <laughs> they get. Yes. So that's the thing. It's the same thing, ceiling player. Mariota has a higher ceiling. Yeah. If he's really balling, if he's spinning the ball well and he's a threat with his legs, yeah, you could put him in and he can move the offense in a way that Derek Carr is not no, capable yeah. of moving. Yeah. yeah. But – 
he can't win that job because the job's not for him to take. Yeah, it's not for you to take because that's not the type of quarterback Derek Carr is. Yeah. He's not going to throw it away. Because guess what? Because Mariota's always going to look better in practice because, he, you know, quarterbacks who run and don't get hit, it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. red jersey. I'm like, can't okay, hit me. Can't been hit touchdown, me. Touchdown, it's like, yeah. They so, all would have been touchdowns. They, they would have all been touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. yes. Okay. All right, and, you know, he's one of those guys that they're always going to say, oh, he looks great in practice. Of course, mm. they always look great in practice. Everybody looks great in practice. Mm. Like, Cowboys camp. All I've heard is, oh, Deke's, Zeke's in the best shape of his life. Last, I swear last, I hear this every last year. year. I last year has been the best shape of his it's life. Like, it's like, I, now know. I get it with Dak because he got to be. He got to be. He's <laughs> yeah. like, he almost lost his foot. It's like, you know, speaking of his feet, though, yeah. shoot game to change. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Hey, hey. <laughs> so everybody knows Dak be rocking. You are too much, John. Oh, you are you know. too much. You are too oh, much. you know. Okay. So, uh, so he, he had. So is it is it because of all of Derrick Rose's injuries and people are like enough is enough. <laughs> enough with the I'm Adidas. taking these Adidas off. Hey, highest played, highest paid NFL player yeah. in, on Jordan Brand. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. This makes yeah. me really feel confident that Dak is going to have like a career year this yeah. season. It's, I feel it in the air. I feel it the above. The thing is like the only place that, that he gets hate is here. Yeah. DFW, that's it. That's yeah. it. Home is where the hate is. Well, you see like recently uh, in the I guess since last year like just ranking top 10 quarterbacks it's like you can't you, you just oh I guess Dak is a top five quarterback yeah. I'm like because I can't no, think it, it, to me it's yeah. like and my whole problem with uh, him not getting his contract uh, like years ago it's because I'm like chunky suit paid him sleep yeah. number paid him yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's like everybody paid this man but you everybody side accepts you everybody's a star yeah it's chunky like, suit like, like, like he's a star and then you want to be like oh well if you weren't a cowboy then you wouldn't be getting it. it's like true but I'm getting it but that doesn't keep you off the hook yeah. drive me in the fourth round let's get it it's like talking about and Lynch. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm oh, like, it's like, you know. And, uh, yeah, I heard I that on Connor the radio. Like, over me. They're saying Dak needs to thank the Cowboys for again. I'm like, also okay. thank myself for being so young, handsome, and cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like like yeah. Carmelo said back in the yeah. day. I like to thank me for being me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, because without me, none of this would have happened. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the, I'm a young, hip, super hip quarterback. I'm like, yeah, yeah people know, are going to think. It's like, I'm yeah. bright skin. I'm all yeah. white. It's like, it's like, but the hood love me. Yeah, but the hood love me. Yeah, but I still hold it. Yeah. Represent that boot. Take yeah. turkeys out in in the hood in the yeah. Thanksgiving. Like brown. All right, Joe. If you're if you're Dak, <laughs> I know brown this whole Dak, uh, yeah. uh If you're wearing a pair of Jays, home white jerseys. What Jays are you rocking? Oh, I gotta go with the sixes, man. Sixes are my favorite Jays. I need. Some so you're rocking sixes on, uh, home and away. And a, a pair of ones in there, but those will be my go-to. Okay. A pair of sixes and a pair of ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what about you, John? What, what are you going man, to? This, this is this has been a hard one, but okay. I'm, I'm biased, so I'm just going with Jays I already got. Uh. You know. Let me go ahead and look at the list. Let me look at the list. What did I can get recently? What you what All right, you so uh, uh, I'm probably the tr- yeah. You know what? Twelves, the uh, the the blue twelves, oh, all yeah. all navy blue twelves, right? Yeah, yeah, the like Carolina coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah with the with the with the white on the side, you know. I know yeah, I know with exactly. the blue jersey. Okay. And then I want the thirteens. With the Duke Royal Blue on there, mm. with the white jerseys, you know. But I got both of those because I'm fresh. <laughs> I'm fresh like that, you know. So I'm saying, Dak, get like me. That's pretty much what I'm saying. saying yes, get like me. that is what I'm saying. Uh, I, I need like a pair of uh, sixes, like white and royal blue for the home jerseys, and then some ones that go with the away jerseys, something. But yeah, sixes and ones. I'll, I'll start with my favorite model, and then I'll just get the colorway yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I don't know for some reason. I just think the 13s would make would make great cleats. Yeah, the, the high, uh, the mid, the mid yeah. to high. Uh, uh, I'm just a fan. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a fan. 
Just a fan. All right, well, Joe, I think that's it, Plur. The time, the show almost. Oh man, we done. You know what time it is? It's quitting time. Yeah. All right, man. That's us. That's our show this week. We always appreciate you tuning this in. This is us. This is this is us. <laughs> Tune in next week to this is not. But that's the saga of Jordan show. This is us. As the world turns. <laughs> As the world turns. But thank you for tuning in, and you, you can catch us next week. Today. Same giraffe time. Same giraffe channel. Dun, 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 and we are out. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, oh, bite, bite, bite. That's what we do. It's like. Uh, yeah. We're curators of other Hey, this is Jordan. And this is Joe. You can catch our show, The Giraffe Experts, every Wednesday, 